episode of She's Busy AF. I'm your host, Lauren Loretto, and sorry for the clickbaity title, but not really. Very excited about today's topic because it's been one that has been on my mind for a while and slightly contradictory to everything I believe in, but kind of, but not really. Maybe I'll just stop being vague and get right into it. So I want to preface this with the fact that I'm not the biggest fan of social media. You might already know this, but it's because I prefer my clients to focus their time on attracting problem-aware clients in their strategies. And by problem-aware, I mean they're searching for the solution. It's much easier to sell to someone who's searching for a solution as opposed to the buyer cycle of someone who isn't even aware they have a problem to begin with. So this is how I've been working with my clients for years and using social media in turn as a means for discovery for the most part. Now, what I'm about to talk about is how some social media platforms have been changing the game and changing the game more recently. The platforms are hopping on the bandwagon that is SEO. So in case you don't know or you need a refresher, SEO stands for search engine optimization. And what that basically means is that you're taking the content that you're publishing it and optimizing it so that it could show up in search results. So you might already know what I'm going to be talking about here, but we're going to talk about four major platforms that now, social platforms, that are really changing the game when it comes to SEO and not just how they're changing the game, but how users are now using these platforms as search engines more than ever. So most new to the game here would be TikTok. Hello. (laughs) So I want to read this excerpt that I saw on fastcompany.com. It was absolutely mind-blowing. And it has to do with like Gen Z and how Gen Z searches. So it says, at a recent conference in Aspen, Prabhakar Raghaven, probably butchered that. He's a senior vice president of Google for knowledge and information. He disclosed that a large portion of younger people aged 18 to 24 sidestep Google in favor of social media searches when seeking information. And in their studies, they found that something like almost 40% of young people, when they're looking for a place for lunch, they don't go to Google Maps or search. I mean, I go to Google Maps or search, but they go to TikTok or Instagram. And he said that we keep learning over and over again that new internet users don't have the expectations and the mindset that we have become accustomed to and the queries they are asking for are completely different. So that's like a huge freaking deal. (laughs) And part of the funny story here is that my mom says she uses TikTok to come up with new drink recipe ideas. So this isn't just a younger generation thing. This is an everybody thing. People are becoming aware that they can search these platforms for things and get instant, here we go, video results. So (laughs) the theme of this podcast, if you haven't already guessed, is obviously SEO. But in another sense, it is short form video, or I'm just going to call it SFV, short form video. And short form video is, just as it sounds, anything under three minutes. And people are starting to search in this way, not just to read like they would on Google. They're searching to see, start to finish, how to do something. And it's so funny to me, like I'm just rambling at this point, but like everybody has a different learning style. Some people prefer to read, some people prefer to watch video, but stats show, data shows that people are searching and using more video-esque visual platforms to consume content and to learn. So we can fight it all we want. We could say, hey, I'm not going to hop on short form video. I'm not going to conform. I'm going to keep doing what works for me. But here's the reality 
is that as younger generations enter this purchasing world, that's not how they're going to consume content. So really, it's in our best interest to adapt and learn and make things easier for us or just find other ways to market and reach your clients. So I'm fast forwarding way too much because we just covered one platform. So let's keep going. I want to talk about Instagram now. So Instagram became more of a search tool in recent years, and I tried researching this, couldn't find it, obviously didn't look hard enough, (laughs) but I remember, and I think it was a couple years ago when, or maybe even like a year or two ago, let's be honest, with the pandemic, it's hard to know like when anything really happened, but I remember going on to Instagram one day and seeing that if you typed in a word, not only did it pull up certain accounts, it would act as a search tool, and then the algorithm mixed with like hashtags would show you results for what you're searching for. And the best example I can give here is like drink recipes because my mom. So I'm going to keep referring to that. So if you go and search great drink recipes on Google, right now they show you videos, at least in my feed, they show you reels. So what they did in 2015 was launched a searchable map and then they grew from there. So now like TikTok, you can search things like these drink recipes and you're presented with content that follows suit. So Instagram is another platform that is becoming more SEO optimized. It seems like right now they're favoring video. Who knows? That could change. Wouldn't be surprised if one day Instagram's like, we have a blogging feature because they can't just be original. Anyways, moving on. Love you. Love you, Instagram. You're kind of like the OG. I remember when I used to like filter my photos with your filters thinking it was a photo editing tool, not a social platform. So anyways, <laughs> the fourth, fourth, I can't do math. The third one we have here is Pinterest. Friggin' love me some Pinterest. Um, Funny story here. <laughs> and what something that just absolutely blows my mind is that Pinterest was offered 51 billion with a B billion dollars from Microsoft to sell. And the owner was like, no. <laughs> and he still owns the company. Like, honestly, smart move smart move. They continue to make waves and be an incredible social media tool. In fact, they are pretty much the only social media tool that for the most part, (laughs) using such vague terminology, for the most part, they want you to leave their platform. Now, the exception here is that they rolled out this feature in 2021 globally. They rolled it out in 2020 to like certain people beta launch. But then in 2021, they, they rolled it out globally and it's called idea pens and idea pens are something where users could create short form video or images that live in like a story format but they don't disappear after 24 hours which is cool and they can be shared and pinned galore so the only catch with that at least from what my experience and what i've seen online you can't externally link you can link to like different pins within pinterest but you can't externally link but this is how they've started to introduce like short form video because you can edit it in platform And on top of that, you can create video pens and link externally to your product or service. I've seen a lot of people repurpose like TikToks and Instagram posts here. But again, this all goes back to being searchable. This is another platform that, think about it, anytime you're planning a wedding or looking to do a photo shoot or looking for inspiration in business and parenting, like there are so many different segments of this platform and businesses that can take advantage of it. They even show up in search results on Google which is crazy. So like if I were to go to Google right now and be like wedding inspiration, Pinterest shows up for that. And then you click on Pinterest and it gives you all the pins. So truly a phenomenal SEO optimized tool that wants you to leave their platform. Yes, it wants you to save ideas, but ultimately you link every single one of those pins to something and it takes you off platform into a website. Pinterest is an incredible tool. I've personally seen a lot of traffic to my website from using it. It's all a consistency game and what you put into it. But using video on this platform can only like, again, it's a platform that's rolling out new features. They want you to use it. They want you to buy into the algorithm. It's a great place to be. So the last one I'm going to talk about is YouTube. 
which fun fact, if you didn't know, <laughs> I think everyone knows this by now, but YouTube's owned by Google. What does that mean? Google prefers that you use their platforms for things and that you SEO optimize things. So the more you use Google, the more they're going to rank you. Now, of course, Google had to follow suit with everybody else. So they have YouTube, obviously, which is long form video for the most part. I've definitely put up like five minute videos. It's fine. But you can SEO optimize the crap out of these videos. It's insane. You use your tags, you make the description keyword rich, you SEO optimize the title. Like really, it is like the same as SEO optimizing a blog in a lot of ways. And you can rank really well on YouTube because people are searching for these things. We used to use YouTube to repurpose our podcast back when I had a space that wasn't literally my bedroom floor. You guys do not want to see my background right now. I used to video record all of our podcasts and then post that and SEO optimize it. And I would give it a totally different title than what I would give it for the podcast platform because on the podcast platform, I kind of want to be like not clickbaity, but I want to make it enticing. You can SEO optimize podcast titles too. No one come on here and grill me on this because I'm aware, but I would take it a step further and really SEO optimize the topic for YouTube based on research I would do on YouTube. And so I was able to grab a different audience there, get people to listen to the podcast. I even saw results of what people were downloading and how they were clicking through from the descriptions in my YouTube description. So YouTube's very powerful. Now, they have also rolled out something called YouTube Shorts. Now, what's really cool about YouTube Shorts is like, just let's just say on TikTok, the most SEO optimizing you can do on TikTok aside from the algorithm grabbing what it thinks is relevant, is the hashtags and then like what you put in the caption, which I believe you're limited on character counts there. On YouTube, you can do like a full-blown description with hashtags and words and titling on the YouTube shorts. And kind of the bigger picture thing I'm getting at here is that, you know, obviously all these platforms have features for short-form video, but it's something that you can repurpose video that you're creating for other platforms. Like this isn't to tell you, hey, Now go create content for every single platform that I just mentioned. I am all about repurposing, saving time, maximizing your reach, and really just being like purposeful but mindful of everything you're doing. So the next thing I want to get at here is how to really make a short form video strategy that's attainable for your brand and how to make it attainable for your brand. So I'm going to run through a couple things. This would be a good time to grab a piece of paper or open your notes app. But the first thing is going to be to source content from either UGC or internally with your brand. Lauren, speak English. UGC means user-generated content. So if you are a brand who sells a product or you just have a big purchasing audience, sourcing from people who use your product, use your service, and having them create content. Or if you are more than just a solopreneur and have somebody else on your team and aren't just the sole person at the company, have people from within your brand make content. That's what we're starting to do, which has been super fun because it takes a lot of pressure off me to create content. But the point I'm getting at here is don't put all the pressure on yourself to create. The next thing is if you're a visual service provider who doesn't like to dance or get in front of the camera, I'm thinking of someone specifically here, (laughs) Bailey from Honeywave Creative. If you're listening, girl, you crush it. I know that she gets business from (laughs) posting reels like she does. Go you. If you are like Bailey from Honeywave Creative, keep doing your thing. But There are so many ways you can show behind the scenes or the process of how you create something from scratch without pointing or dancing if that feels silly to you. I get it. (laughs) Another one to show up in search is going to be, I'm going to be recommending that you don't forget to use hashtags. Don't forget to SEO optimize what you're doing. On Pinterest, you can SEO optimize. On TikTok, 
SEO optimize your hashtags. Literally, think about what you'd search for for the piece of content that you're publishing and use those words in your descriptions. Now, if you want to take this a step further, which you should, I would definitely recommend using a tool like Keywords Everywhere for Google, for YouTube, or TubeBuddy for YouTube, or just going and searching on the platforms that you wish to post on. What are people who are ranking for the thing that you are about to create content for? What hashtags are they using? Use that because that will help you in return. If you post something and don't SEO optimize, you're kind of limiting yourself to A, the algorithm and what the algorithm wants to do with you, and B, the audience you already have. And really, we're talking about growing your audience. So you want to SEO optimize. Lastly, if you aren't camera shy and already all over this trend, try and expand the platforms in which you do post your content. So what I'm getting at is if you are already like, Lauren, I'm owning TikTok. I'm so good at this. Okay, try YouTube Shorts. Try repurposing your content on Pinterest. Go a little bit harder on Reels. Now, you obviously have to be careful. I've seen this and heard this and I believe in it. But if you record video in one platform, it kind of tags it with an algorithm. And so downloading it off of there and posting it to another, that platform is going to be like, whoa, 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 this isn't my video. So I would recommend as much as you can try and do original content on each platform or try and record video in your own camera roll or in an external source and upload them separately. Of course, that adds a little bit more time to what you're doing. (laughs) You don't like we're trying to save time here. But what you're really doing is repurposing an idea on multiple platforms. So a little bit of extra work can help you expand your audience like 10 times. 10 times, guys. 10 times. Okay. We are obviously huge on repurposing here at Brand Good Time. And if you're in need of more ways you can maximize the use of all of the above platforms without pulling your hair out. Hi, I'm Lauren. I already mentioned that at the beginning of this episode, but let me just reintroduce myself. I run a marketing agency called Brand Good Time, and we focus on creating expansive, sustainable marketing strategies as well as implementation services that can help you really blow up your brand visibility and retain the best clients ever because... It's always going to be easier to retain business than get new business. And really doing that with strong, strong, good services that I know you do is the best way to do that. So learn more about how we can work together by visiting brandgoodtime.com. That is B-R-A-N-D, goodtime.com. Short form video, guys, it's here for the long game. I know we're all exhausted by the change of algorithms and what have you, but the truth of the matter is that younger generations, like I was saying earlier, they're entering the purchase world. Technology is changing, and I'm all for being a force of change. And if that means you've become anti video or anti social, that's cool too. Maybe you have other ways of reaching your audiences. That's cool too. <laughs> this podcast episode is for those who really want to take advantage of a growing marketing tactic that can seriously 10 times the visibility of your brand. So, that being said, I hope if anything, I've inspired you to take the amazing video content you're already creating, repurposing it on multiple platforms, growing your reach, booming your business, doing all the things. Thank you so much for tuning in. Again, this is Lauren Loretto, and I will see you on the next episode. OPS, if you liked this episode, please share. Please tag us on Instagram. You can tag She's Busy AF. You can tag Brand Good Time. You can shoot me an email at lauren at brandgoodtime.com and be like, Lauren, I really like this episode. Thanks. You know, just share the love. So anyways, see you guys on the next episode. Bye.